All right, so I'm here with Alexander, Joseph, and Chris, and uh, they're LARPers here in Sacramento. Uh, those of you who aren't familiar with LARP, it stands for Live Action Role Playing. And I'll go ahead and let uh, uh, Chris go ahead and uh, describe exactly what it is to LARP, because uh, I'm sure he can do it a lot better than I can. So go ahead, Chris. Uh, thanks for being on the show, first off. Well, thank you. This is definitely an exciting opportunity for all of us. Um, so LARPing in and of itself is actually a huge umbrella term that is that could encompass hundreds and hundreds of different things. Um, what I consider LARPing is actually would be different from what Joseph would consider LARPing as well and what Alex would consider LARPing as, as, as well. Um, so what I do is uh, a mostly combat-based LARPing, uh, which we hesitate to call it LARPing as well, um, where we just run around and hit each other with foam weapons. Uh, there's a little minor little bit of role-playing that goes along with it, um, but if you want to go into more of the role-playing type, then Joseph would definitely be a little bit better of, of a person to be able to describe what's going on. So if you want to go ahead and take it over. Uh, sure thing. Uh, LARP. With, especially with LARPing, the role-playing aspects, basically, you play like a character you make up or sometimes even a game will create a character for you and have all these uh, attributes of what this character does. And and it's basically you just play you just uh, play them out like, okay, with the roles that you're given or maybe you want to create your own character. And then... And you just basically... You, yeah, you would play as a character, you act, think... And do as a character would do. And what if you wanted to play it, a character that, yes. like everybody knows, like say you wanted to play uh, uh, what's his name off the Witcher, Gerald off the Witcher. Uh, actually, there is a LARP in Poland uh, called the Witcher School, and then they they create characters for you, uh, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, they uh, so they, like they create characters for you, kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, it's more of a you do what you can actually do, like whatever your your actual skill base in real life. That's what you actually do, and and that's uh, LARP. So it's whatever your skills are, and you just hone it through in the school. Okay, so for yeah. those so for those of uh, our listeners who are familiar with um, role playing games, uh, what is like if you were to kind of explain it to somebody who's familiar with playing role playing games? Like, what's the next level? What separates LARPing? The, what's the live-action part of it, you know? You are the character. <laughs> That's essentially what it is, yeah. Uh, you, are the- are, you are in a real place, hopefully dressed up in a certain manner, to act out, to play out whatever character you've created or whatever character you have been given. Um in video games, obviously, you're sitting behind a screen and with controller, laptop, computer, whatever you're doing, um, and you're playing that vicariously through your remote, as to normal LARPing would be. You're actually trying to play that type of character. That sounds very interesting. Now, um, you said that you have to have the attributes of the character. So a lot of these guys are like super heroic. Is there? So so LARPing is a. Um, it's a strenuous activity then it's it's full-on contact you guys are doing out there so again it really depends on what we're defining larping as uh what i do and what we do at the park uh, we don't assume characters we just 
it's more of a more of a physical type of thing. Um, it is kind of strenuous. Um, I've lost a lot of weight fighting for the 15 years that I have been doing it, um, and it's very, very, very limited by what you can do in real life. If I can't do it, then chances are I can't do it there either. Um, as opposed to like character larping, um, which Joe could go more definitely into it. So from what I so yes uh, from what uh, I understand, oh, that, just, let me, just let me make sure that uh, uh, I understand this because I'm kind of a layman to it. So I know somebody coming in might be a little confused. Um, so th- it, you're not just like sitting around a table playing a role uh, playing a role playing game like Dungeons and Dragons, and you're definitely not on a video game. You're like face to face with people, and um, in the combat sense, you're like hitting each other, and that's like mo- mostly what it's about. And then uh, you said that um, Joseph does a little bit more like role playing, where there's more acting involved. Is that is that? Am I getting this right? Yes, yes. There's a lot. Uh, yes. Uh, for, for when I did uh, a few LARPs, there. Um, yeah, a lot of them were like very character based. So there's a lot of acting involved. Um, also with role playing, like sometimes there's like elements like magic, and uh, which also plays a role, and which actually is very particular to American-style LARPs, especially uh, they have, like, when they portray magic, sometimes they would have, like, they would throw spell packets, like, just yell thunderbolt, you throw a spell packet at them. Uh, That's normally, that's basically like a beanbag. You just take out your, like, bag and you just throw it at them and just yell out the spell. It's very very particular to American-style LARPing. and then sometimes there are there are tabletop elements involved. There's one that I was just informed about called Dragon Thrones. It's basically a mixture of Risk, which is the da- which is the tabletop part, and then there's the, the live action role playing where you act as the, as the characters, and you're basically doing the whole politics and living Game of Thrones of what what was described to me. That's very that's very interesting. So yeah, that's different than what Chris was describing, where you have to be able to actually do it. Because of course, like you know, none of us can cast magic, but in your uh, in your world, uh, you 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 can actually throw beanbags at each other, hit each other with spells and stuff. Yes, uh, and that brings uh, me to my next question. Yes. Well, my next set of questions uh, uh, is: so, is there a scoring is a system? Is can is there a competitive side to LARPing with a point system involved, a winner and a loser, and all that? So I can go ahead and uh, take over a certain part of that. Uh, so in the type of sports that we that I play, uh, which is they they coined it as a, a buffer type sport, which is just hitting people. Um, I would name it differently, but uh, there are there are rules involved in hit zones and what sort of weapons do what damage. And a whole a good part of playing the game is understanding these rules. Um, now, what is more popular in the quote-unquote buffer type of fighting and, uh, and role-playing is tournaments. So you get really good with a certain weapon style or a certain group of people, and uh, the big events that go around here in California and in the United States and in the world, actually, uh, they hold tournaments. And these tournaments uh, are for prizes a lot of the times, most of the time just for bragging rights. Um, and you go there, you enter the tournament, and you win it or you lose it, depending on how good you are, or really how much you cheat, depending on what type of person you are. <laughs> how, um, how would you how would you go about cheating? Uh, it's really easy. 
to cheat if you are an awful person, honestly. Uh, everything is based on the honor system. So if I hit you with a weapon, it's up to you as the person being hit to say, oh, I got hit in the arm, or oh, I got hit in the chest, or oh, I got whatever. Now, is it, um, like, is it like airsoft when you get hit, you just kind of like, you know, put your hand in the air, you're like, I've been hit, or are you are you expected to be like, oh, you just chopped off my arm, and there'd be like a little bit of, you know, um, role playing. It really, it really depends on the person. The rules state that, oh, you put your hand above your head and you get off the field. But if you're that type of person that wants to lean more towards the, the role-playing aspect of it, then you can definitely do that. And sometimes the heralds or, or people who are running the fights will give you extra you know, abilities or things like that, depending on how hard you role-play your death. That's pretty cool. So what's the biggest event you guys have ever been to? Uh, you go ahead and go first, Joe. Okay. Uh, the biggest one I've went to it just happened recently. It was and it was called the uh, Bikalin, which is a uh, week-long uh, LARP event. Which uh, basically, if you think about, it, it's like a Renaissance festival meets Burning Man meets a battle game. And it's a very it's it takes place in uh, the French-speaking uh, Quebec in north in the east coast of Canada. Uh-huh. And like. There's like two sides of the actual uh, game itself. There's the uh, there's the battles which actually play out in real life, and uh, unlike American like the American style arps, we use uh, realistic looking weapons. So they're made of latex or or foam injected weapons. So the more the so the, just to sell the immersion. And then the second part is called um, it's called the virtual game. So basically that's the whole campaign which all like which plays very much like Warhammer. If you're familiar with that game, yeah. that's the it's the virtual that's the virtual world. So that's all the political moves are done there. All your pieces are moved there. And if you and if and if you want your two sides to fight, you can actually have them fight out in uh, for real with thousands of people in on the field. That's pretty awesome. And what about you, Chris? Uh, so I've been doing this for about about 15 or 16 years now. The biggest event is actually a reoccurring one that happens, uh, used to be in Ohio, but now in Pennsylvania, called uh, Ragnarok. Uh, it's on 34 right now, so they've been doing it for 34 years now. Um, and it would essentially be everybody from across the country and sometimes from across the world be very uh, interested to meet people from Germany that are into fighting as well that come to Ragnarok and um, they have a campground set up to where you spend a week long event uh, just being immersed in whatever level of LARPing you want it to be um, so as I mentioned before I'm more of the, the buffer fighting type uh, and these battles on the field would uh, be between uh, two to three thousand people, depending on the Ragnarok. The biggest one I've ever been to had about ten thousand people. Um, but they've been decreasing in number. They usually get bigger during the five and zero events. But uh, the average about two or three thousand people come to Ragnarok a year. That sounds pretty awesome, and it looks like uh, Alex was able to join us. Uh, we had some connectivity issues earlier. Alex, you there? Yes, I'm here. Sorry about that. No, don't Welcome worry about it. Welcome. Uh, thank you for uh, being on the show. Uh, we were Thanks just for having talking me. about um, what are some of the biggest events that we've uh, that you've been to, 
and um, like kind of the competitive tournament side of LARPing. And uh, how about you, Alex? What's the biggest event you've been to? I think the biggest one I was able to go to as well was uh, Ragnarok. I was able to go this year. It was 2,000 people. Um, and that one's great. You know, like seven to nine days of camping. Um, everyone's in garb, nonstop talking you know whether in character or out of character it's just a whole bunch of fun um you have vendors everywhere you have fighting every day um we even took one day off to go swim in the river <laughs> yeah, that's cool <laughs> yeah and uh chris uh chris and joseph here have been talking about um kind of the two different styles of uh larping being mm-hmm. it um more the physical type where you're out there just kind of whacking each other or being at the more role-playing type where you're, you know, like uh, playing as a wizard yelling, you know, fireball. And uh, <laughs> what, what, kind, what kind do you uh, partake in? Uh, I've, I've partaken in both. Um, both. Both in the buffer realm, they have more of the RPing and stuff. And I've also done a lot of the, uh, like, meeting up places to play vampire LARPs and stuff like that. Um, I personally like the physical aspect a lot more because instead of talking about what you're doing, you're actually doing it. So it, it's real world training and, and seeing what you can actually do. Um, the rest of it, the RP sense usually ends up being more of a mental component, which is still a lot of fun, um, especially when you when you love building characters or worlds and, and creating stuff like that. And you guys have mentioned like a buffer. Are these different leagues? Uh, no, buffer, buffer is basically the... Uh, the basic term for using like foam weapons to hit each other or, or things like that. So we have boffer LARPing, which would be like what we do for Dagger here or other groups like Belagarth or Amptguard. Um, and then you have regular LARPing, like you have um, people who meet up to do World of Darkness series like Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Awakening, and uh, or Werewolf Rage, sorry about that, and, and a couple other ones like that. So you have ones where they create character sheets and then they roleplay their characters and they go off of um, the stats they have on their sheets. And then you have other ones where you use weapons or... Um, like some of the spells are done with beanbags and other stuff like that, and that's the boffer realm. And now, uh, so this is more of a boffer-related question, I guess. What's, uh, mm-hmm. what's to keep somebody like, uh, you know, nerds usually have kind of a stereotype of not being like, super <laughs> physically attractive. What's to keep, like, the local, you know, community college football team from just getting together and coming down to the park and beating the crap out of everybody? I can actually answer that one very well. Um... So in, in real life and in buffer-type sports, your physical attributes do um, do play a, a lot of what goes on. But um, what we tend to do in, in our group and a lot of other groups is we, we train in these weapons uh, in ways that if they were real, then we would be able to use them effectively. Um, I We went to uh, SAC Anime just recently, um, and there are a lot of people there who who were a lot more physically fit than I am, and to say the very least, uh, taller, leaner, better athletic, probably could run farther than me. Uh, but I was still consistently beating them um, two or three on one. And the reason I would say that is because um, the reason that's happening is not because they're just better, they're, they're, they're better physically fit than I am, is that I know what I'm doing with what I have. Um, in terms of weapons, in terms of body size, in terms of experience. So if you were to take a athletic guy that came out of nowhere and a not-so-athletic nerd that came out of nowhere and throw him into the pot, 
together, then of course the athletic guy is going to beat a lot more than the, the non-athletic guy. But if you've been doing this for a couple of years and you kind of know what you're going, then that gives you a very strong advantage of someone who is just physically fit um, and doesn't know what they're doing. Nice. That sounds like you're uh, confident in your skills. <laughs> yes. Um, there's also that I've uh, at Bikulin, I've met with a lot of Australians, and then their uh, their main LARP is called Swordcraft. It's also very combat orientated, and then uh, they use uh, realistic looking uh, foam weapons, so latex or foam injected. Uh, one time, they told me a story that uh, there was actually a uh, a ruffian going through their stuff. And then he looks up and see all these guys in realistic armor, clothing, and swords, and just and they rush them. <laughs> so sometimes it it uh, it's it's the way you present yourself. He picked, uh, he picked the wrong fight. What sells it? Picked the wrong fight. Yeah. And the, Austra the, the Australians fight hard. It, I, I, sure I, I faced them before. <laughs> uh, anybody ever uh, sustain any injuries on the battlefield? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh gosh i'm the smallest guy here i fought these two <laughs> okay uh so i guess this the best way of going about this is just listing the injuries that we've received from doing this all right go ahead uh, uh chris you go first <laughs> okay so like i mentioned i've been doing this for about 15 16 years now uh the worst injury that i've ever received was a broken rib um hey. i have sustained a lot of bruises, a lot of cuts. I actually have two broken fingers on my hand right now. Uh, I've totally broken, I've broken in total four fingers. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I can list off the top of my head without going into too much detail. All right, Alex. Uh, but injuries happens a lot. Alex, uh, for me, definitely a lot of bruises and scrapes along the way. Um, I've been fortunate enough not to break anything, but I've actually grown some extra bones from it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of weird. Uh, Got the x-rays for it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, oh, it's a weird Wolverine ability. Nice. Uh, Joseph, any missing or extra bones for you? Uh, uh, no, I, I still have my body parts as, as, as well as I'm aware. Um, uh, let's see here. I've had a lot of bruises. I've been trampled. I've been fallen over on top of uh, in a dog pile and somehow managed to survive. Uh, I think the, I think I did uh, one injury I did get. It was from, it was at again yes it was this was at Bikalin. Oh and then, this one guy came from the side, and and like attacked me and slammed me into a tree. And the first thing I thought, hey, that tree hurt me. That's that it needs to be homologated. <laughs> There's no <laughs> foam covering that tree. And uh, definitely, you know, as, we, as we're listing off things that have happened to us and other people have been hurt more, um, the sports are definitely about hurting them in-game rather than actually hurting the person. So there's a lot of safeguards or people who have, uh, who have not attacked if they think they're going to hurt someone and stuff like that. So that's a really important thing for people to understand when going into the thing. Yeah, that's, that's actually correct. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sense of sportsmanship's necessary. I like that. Definitely. Well, you guys, it's been really fun doing this interview, and um, maybe I'll have to come down to the uh, – uh, where did you guys say you met at? Uh, met at? With the uh, Foothill Farms Community Park? Yeah, I'll have to come – actually, that's really close to where I live at. Uh, I'll have to come down to uh, where you guys um, meet up at and uh, shoot some video. Maybe you guys can show me some moves and teach me how to defend myself properly with a, a spear or something. Yeah, it'd be great. I know we have a big yeah. event coming up October 21st where we actually have some of our uh, members from Michigan coming down. So you should come out for that. There should be food as well. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome, awesome. And um, anything that you guys would like to promote or website? You said they got an event in Michigan. Anything, anything else cool going on? Yeah, I can take over for that one. Uh, so, uh, thank you first of all for allowing us to do this. This is actually uh, quite the opportunity for us. Um, we are the group Mechelon here in California, Sacramento. Uh, we fight, as I mentioned before, at the Foothill Farms Community Park, uh, off where Greenback meets Elkhorn. Uh, we fight every Saturday from uh, 10 till 2 in the morning, uh, 10 in the morning till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and then we have another floating practice around during the normal week. So uh, if you're interested in finding out more, uh, you can check out our Facebook, which is... Uh, you know, just go in there and search up Mechalon, which is M-A-E-C-H-A-L-O-N. And uh, we're the only one that has that word, so we should be the only one that comes up. <laughs> awesome. And uh, one more time, just uh, for the, the slower people listening, uh, will you spell that one more time, Mechalon? M-A-E-C-H-A-L-O-N. It took me a couple of months to learn how to spell it, too. <laughs> and I created it. <laughs> 